Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And uh, today we have Camelia. Did I get it right? Camilla, Camilla. Camilla Parmigiani. Yes, correct. All right. <laughs> and she is the owner and founder of Vegan Set. And she's a vegan luxury specialist and created Vegan Set in 2016 with an aim of showing that a vegan lifestyle can be synonymous with luxury. Well, welcome. Correct. Thank you so much, Shane, for having me. I'm very excited. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. All the way from Italy. Yeah, exactly. Northern <laughs> Italy uh, in the cold winter and already dark at the moment. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm from Canada, so you probably won't get <laughs> colder than where we are from. So You're right. You're yeah. right. Definitely yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're winter. Your winter is like probably summer to us almost. So. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so tell us a little bit of history about you a little bit of uh, uh, your you know your background and and how did you get into what you're doing today yeah with pleasure so first of all i would say that i come from uh, almost 20 years in the hospitality industry okay. so i made kind of career there starting from the front desk to sales and marketing management to um, assistant general man- manager and um, in many you know uh, hotels uh, in italy and um, in 2016, I started uh, this blog that I decided to call Vegan Set from the fusion of the word vegan and jet set. Um, while I was on a trip in Miami with some friend of mine, and I was uh, wondering at the time, I don't think I'm the only vegan in the world that like to eat like gourmet food, fine dining. So I decided to write, you know, these articles um, talking about the restaurant and hotels that were able to provide these uh, fine dining vegan food that at the time, Shane, in 2016, were pretty rare and difficult uh, to find, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, and then what happened that in 2019, I made another thought and uh, I was like why Uh, as I come from the hotel world the hospitality world why I don't help hotels to be uh, able to welcome vegan guests Uh, um, as there was a a deep need of this kind of service because you know uh, in in some way restaurants um, can find their way in providing something but for hotels it's uh, it's another stories it's another story and experiences were really disappointing all the time because maybe one hotel was good in in the bre- in making breakfast uh, in providing vegan alternatives for breakfast then they failed for lunch and dinner or maybe also what was available in the mo- in the room in the mini fridge and also the service itself wasn't, you know, uh, very knowledgeable. You know, the staff, uh, uh, also now the staff uh, have, have no idea. You know, they can, they can barely make a difference within vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free. They make confusion, but it's not their fault. It's just that they need, you know, uh, someone that uh, can support them in uh, 
in building uh, vegan experiences. So now right. I have I have this uh, uh, this company, and uh, the, the core business is actually uh, supporting luxury hotels uh, in providing these uh, these services. So starting from the food, but of course it's the core business, but also the beverage, uh, the interior design. So every aspect of the of the um, uh, moments that the guests can live at the hotel. Right. That's cool. So do you reach out like then? So do you mainly go after hotels or do you go after a variety of different businesses? And then do you, you know, reach out and say, hey, like this would be a good add on for your hotel or how do you you uh, build the business, that type of business, I guess? Well, so far, I've been lucky enough uh, to work uh, um, just uh, by being contact from the hotels because of some publications on specific magazines right. and then also my activity on LinkedIn and social media right. and uh, Mouthword as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the moment, I'm trying to build a more you know sales uh, program because I, I realized that uh, um, I, I don't want uh, other people to, you know, uh, uh, try to make what I'm doing and maybe right. be more good in sales as, as I am at the moment. So I'm absolutely focusing in trying to also propose myself uh, and um, yes, and make some sell, sales action that I didn't far uh, since now. Right. And when you say say sales action, meaning for you to go out and and drum up more sales? Is that what you mean? No, I mean, like, uh, could be email, you know, the general manager saying, look, I'm, I provide this kind of services and this would be a great ad for your uh, hotels if you want to, you know, implement with new this segment of uh, uh, potential guest uh, right. or even go to the hotel itself because yesterday for instance I was in Milan you know which is wonderful at this time of the year with all the Christmas decorations you know the big five star have all this wonderful Christmas decor and so um, I entered two of the main hotels uh, trying to get some food and actually I realized that uh, there was a lack of in their proposals so I gave them my business card. I so I was like, tell your F and B or your general manager to contact me because there are there is definitely something I can do for you. Right. <laughs> Especially, you know, these hotels with international clientele because yeah. they work with uh guests from all around the world. And so if you look at what's going on in Italy, I understand that the percentage are not that I probably to just justify such an investment. But if you are a five star in Milan or anywhere in Italy, you work mostly with people from from, you know, uh, other countries, especially United States, you know, where uh, the phenomenon is very, is very important. So you definitely need to be prepared. What's uh, the biggest challenge with that type of business? Well, to deal with chefs, because, you know, chefs are not... uh, very enthusiastic, you know, to uh, change their style in cooking, to change yeah. their menus, to implement, you know, um, their the procedures in in the kitchen. So try to make them understand 
how instead um, inspiring and uh, um, and great can be to to make something new and uh, and also the part I love in particular about my activity is that I let any chef to be able to create its own style you know because that's that's the important important part I think I think the plant-based cuisine is just at the beginning there is so much to discover uh, it's it's a something is something new right. if we just exclude of course our history uh, like some kind of uh, traditional uh, dishes that are vegan uh, themselves yeah. but if we um, uh, think at the evolution that this kind of cuisine can have it's 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 incredible there's so much to do to to experiment to try and so I think it's a it's a great opportunity for the chef. And as the, in the moment I can let them understand this, it's 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 amazing. So it's just the, the beginning, maybe that right. can be yeah. difficult. Right, that makes sense. Do you have a lot of uh, repeat customers, or is it are you always having is it a one and done type of business, or, or do you keep a lot? You know, is there a high retention rate or not on that type of business no not not that much uh, but surely I always keep a connection with them and try to keep them updated anyway with all the news you know maybe new products they can use uh, uh, or uh, or new things that are coming up in uh, in the segment so um, definitely once I've done the consultation it's it's uh, it's done but I always try love to have to keep the conversation open uh, because uh, in terms of um, um, I love them to be updated about the news uh, while when you, we talk about events because I also arrange some events sometime uh, which is pretty interesting as well uh, in that case uh, um, I can have uh, a repeated request from from the restaurant or the hotel or or the location right and so where do you um what's your goal with your business uh my goal is to get uh as many hotels as possible to be able to welcome vegan and flexitarian guests uh, uh, in the best way and uh, uh and that the experience of a traditional uh, <clears throat> nutrition, a lifestyle person, and the, the uh, vegan person traveling, then I imagine them traveling together, the experience need to be at least the same, if not on a higher level for the vegan guest. Right. So I would like to see that everywhere in the world, of course, mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's, uh, it's important. And also if I refer to restaurant, I can see today <clears throat> that there are still restaurants with uh, animals in every dish. I think this is this is impossible. We are in 2022. You can't have animals in every single item of your menu. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, I agree, especially if you're trying to uh, cater to multiple different demographics right it's not like you have someone's going to a hotel it's not like you're 
you're going to a, a restaurant that you know just serves barbecue meat, you know, right? Exactly. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. But, you know, vegans don't travel. Yeah, there are solo travelers, but mostly they travel with family. They travel with, uh, you know, uh, husbands, wives, uh, children. Right. So it could be just one person in the group that it's vegan and they're going to choose another location if you don't have anything to offer. That's yeah, that's, simple. that's true. So where do you, so for, if you want to get more hotels on board, um, does that mean you're going to then have to bring on more people to help you? You're going to have to build a, a team and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes, that's, this is definitely in my goal, hopefully for next year. Uh, so um, now already have uh, one person, um a girl that it's helping me, right. uh, you know, in some practical uh, um, task, daily task. Uh, but I would definitely he'll probably have need help for in the sales part mm-hmm. because I have to make you a confession, Shane. I'm not very good in selling myself. Yeah, that's well. Thank <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, a lot of people aren't. That's that. That's one of the you know. That's one of the skills that I see lack uh, the most. Obviously, I deal with so many businesses, and I've grown different businesses, and and I've helped a lot of businesses. And that's one of the areas that I see uh, that people have a lot of uh, hard time with. And you know, it's interesting when you say that too, because um, Canadians too have a hard time with that. Because my friends used to joke. Stop being so Canadian. You're not. You're laid back too much. And 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 they would be like, because those those guys and girls I know in America, they know how to sell and get to the money in business like yeah. fast, right? And they're gonna push you over to get to that business. Yeah. They just yes. are. It's just the game, you know. And so, you know, I was always pretty good, but they used to joke because they're like, you got to get a little more aggressive. Like you got to get a little more like. You're not that good of a self-promoter. I used to not be that good of a self-promoter. I'd be kind of too humble, you know, wouldn't like talk about my clout as much and stuff. And I'll be honest, this is a great tip for everybody watching. When I consciously decide to change that and been like, all right, I'm just going to try this. And, you know, because I kind of felt like I was getting a little bit of ego in, you know, where because I was like (laughs) talking and like about this. But I'll be honest, it really started to work. Like it really did. And then I started to realize like, you know, and then I thought about it. I'm like, well, really, you know, when you're in business, it's really about trying to build the trust with that person. Absolutely. And so so if I have, you know, if I have creds and I have this, like that's my competitive advantage over other things. Right. And most people don't know until you tell them over and over and over and over and over. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, uh, you said something, um, uh, which is true. Uh, I think it's also a cultural uh, kind of thing. Because for instance, in Italy, it's not normal to talk about money. Uh, you know, uh, it's when you are out for dinner with friends, you don't talk about money. I paid that, that much. I earned that much. You don't say how much you earn when you introduce right. to someone. And at the same time, if you are in a group of people, okay, I, I can, you can say I do this, but it, it's very difficult to pro- propose yourself, uh, you know, uh, as uh, it's, it's something something cultural. Well, as you said, Americans are great at it. For them, it's normal. In public relations, you you make business too. There's nothing wrong to, with yeah. it. 
but you have to you need to have a mindset but i'm learning you know yeah. so yeah that that's that you know that's good and a lot of it too is um you know selling you know is one thing but most of the people most businesses that i know don't build in customer experiences that are extraordinary and so they don't focus on that so they don't focus on after the sale and don't go to the next level and a lot of businesses they think they do but then when they see how we do it or i talk to them they're like oh we're not even close like we're not even close to the level of your systems and i'm like that's the difference right retention is the key so yeah, right? sure. it costs so much more money to get a new business and if i could say for example if i could get you as a client say and then my retention was there and then you referred me to three other people now I'm not spending any money on marketing, any time or anything like that, right? So my margin yeah, sure. is higher, way higher. Um, you know, and, 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 and that is selling. That's what people don't realize. That's still selling. Like that is still selling. I tell my teams all the time, the sale is never over. As soon as you get the money, that's when the real sale starts, right? Like the, that's when it really starts, you know? And if you Absolutely. do a proper job, you're going to make a lot more money. But yeah, the, I think that's the, one of the number one things, by the way, I see mo the, the, the top thing that most businesses don't get because everyone's so focused on the front end, getting leads, getting clients, getting this, getting that, that they forget about in the end, you only scale a company from the other side. It's impossible, yeah. right? It's true. It's true. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, do you find that is your bit, is your industry very competitive? Is there a lot of people doing what you're doing? No, at the moment, I'm the only one, I would say. Uh, because, you know, um, my competitors might be the chef. Okay. But uh, I'm not a chef and what I do is different because, right. um, I, you know, I operate on the whole experience. So not just about the food. So uh, also communication is an important part. So because once you have experience, you need to communicate because if potential guests don't know that you have all these options and possibilities, they're not going to come anyway. So, um, you know, the project I have created, it's very complete. And in these terms, I don't have competitors at the moment. That's, that's good. I mean, so there's a lot of opportunity for you to build that business properly then. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, now I'm, uh, you know, let's say I, I definitely started, I started this, I would say, I opened me, my VAT in January 2021. So I'm going to end my second year. And uh, all the things I've done and I'm going to do uh, this winter and next year, what I've planned as activity and consultations are all in Italy. But definitely my goal is to expand worldwide, you know. Yeah, well, there's opportunity there for you for sure with that type of, with that type of uh, a bit, with that type of business, did so. Where where do you um, where do you in general see the whole vegan space going? Do you think it's getting? Do you think it's going in the right direction? Uh, absolutely yes. Uh, I think uh, uh, there's still a lack of products. 
So, you know, I keep seeing say, the same products all over. I don't see a lot of that much innovation lately. Right. So it seems like everybody's copying each other. I would like to see more uh, innovation. I would like to see more artisanal products rather than industrial and processed food. And um, and definitely uh, there is a big need of um, communicating what this movement is because we always give for, for, for granted that everybody knows what we are talking about, but mostly most of the people have no idea because if you... Don't, you're not born with this um, or grown with this kind of, you know, um, perception of uh, animal pain or environmental responsibility. Uh, maybe you never enter in contact with, with someone that explain you these things. Uh, you for for you it's something you don't you don't care and you have no connection with and you you don't know what we are talking about. So I think it's very important not to give things for granted because most of the people have no idea what we are talking about. So we need to be very welcoming, not not judging. It's very important and it's very it's a big part of my philosophy. I don't like to judge what other people do. And uh, this keeps, you know, the door open. And I think uh, that in this way, people can really be curious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there is a, a way for, for a change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In my I, opinion. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that too. Do you find that there's a, a big difference? You know, we talked a, a little bit about this prior to the podcast um, between, you know, say Italy in North America, do you find that there's a big separation in the space of uh, plant-based and veganism in, in that area? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I have the feeling that uh, in Italy, uh, most of the people think that this is just, uh, you know, a trend. Uh, mm. And so that things will come back as, as they were before uh, these, you know, the last years. And uh, so they really don't realize how this is, this is here to stay, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, the big things come from United States, like, you know, the, the, I, would, I always like to mention the 11 Madison Park that has his three star Michelin star confirmed even on their new totally plant-based menu. And this is something really huge to bring mm-hmm. on a table when you're talking to chef and to hotels it's like right. look we are talking about three michelin star that has just you know vegetables and uh, and fruit and nuts and cereals you know their fridges used to have uh, their marvelous huge fridges uh, used to have refrigerator or used to have these ducks you know and yeah now there's just vegetables in those refrigerators i right. think it's amazing right yeah that is that's that is amazing why did you decide to get into your type of business because i realized there, there was a need of uh, what i have to offer because uh, hotels needs uh, someone that drive them through all these informations you know they need someone that explain what what is this uh, subject 
why people go vegan, that there are different reasons. And this can let them provide a more empathic service. And uh, there is so much to inform them, them about that. Um, I think there was just a, a need of it. Mm-hmm. So did and you... also because I because of the love I have, of course, for hotels right, uh, right. that are my passion since I was a teenager and my passion for the vegan food, of course, as well. Well, that's cool. So you kind of put the two together. Did yeah. you... When you were starting to put it together, did you do market research at all or did you just know? Or were you looking around and thinking, is there a need for this? Are people going to buy this? Did you, well, your, your uh, first, you know, your first one before anybody said yes? How did that happen? Well, I have to tell you, this has been a long path because um, I've been working, you know, in hotels all, all my life, almost all my life. Okay. So, I had no idea how to run a business on my own. I never studied business management. This right. was something totally new for me. And so also, uh, since my original idea, the things have been changing year after year since I, I found the perfect service, how to provide it, who uh, could be you know, my clients, yeah. how to deliver, and all, all these things. But it has been something... From the original idea, the things have been changing many times, you know, and also just to make a stupid example, the presentation I provide for my for my services, I've been changing it like 100 times, you know, every time it's it's an update, every time you f- you make things better. So, but definitely it has been a nice also personal challenge because I, in this way, I enter something totally new. Mm-hmm but I wouldn't probably have, you know, a knowledge with my traditional um, profession. Right. And so you said you've been in, started, what, two two years now, did you say? Uh, Well, yes, the blog started in 2016. So it's six years now that it exists. But the actual, you know, VAT was open in January of 2021. Right. With with a pandemic in the middle, I would like to add this, you know, note. Yeah, yeah, because you're so, going to definitely lose, you know, <laughs> business on that end, right? So, yeah, yeah, but so the fact that it's gone so well, even during a pan- pandemic, let me think that things can just improve mm-hmm. very, very well. That's good. I mean, it's nice that you see a, mar- a market. I, I like a lot of niche markets, and I don't think people look enough you know, into them and everyone's always trying to go for food or raise money here or do this there. Um, and I think there's always opportunity uh, inside spaces like that. And I think you said something that um, that I think a lot of businesses and people watching this right now can give them some uh, help. Well, you just said, you know, going back and making things better and making your decks better and changing stuff and changing that. And, you know, there's a I always tell people there's a customer pathway and there's the the front end is somebody's trying to make a decision. And so it's like, I tell my teams, you know, when they're in that decision-making process, right. That's not even to buy. I mean, they're just in a decision. Are they going to even move forward? And at any way, everything needs to be on point. Right. And everything, everything. Now, of course it takes time. You keep getting it, but you've got to dissect that business. You've got to look at the website. You've got to look at social media. You've got to look at decks. You've got to look at everything. There's so much attention to detail 
to win that. And, you know, I tell my teams all the time, don't get sloppy. I say, (laughs) no, no, don't get sloppy on, on us because, you know, and of course, yeah, you're going to have things that are a little more sloppier at times, but as long as you can correct them and see, okay, we got to get this better. You know, we got to get this better. Right. And, you know, uh, also uh, this is more true also when you don't have investors, because, you know, I started this on my own Mm -hmm. without any any kind of investment. And of course, this makes things more tough because you have to do everything, basically. And of course, if you have, you know. Uh, 500 euro thousand euro to spend you can hire a marketing specialist you can hire pr be published on forbes you get you know uh, you can definitely have a you know a lighter way to to join your your um, goals and uh, uh, so definitely when you know you do all everything on your own it's more slow the process is slower but um, also, I would like to add, you were talking about the decision makers. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what I've realized is that, of course, you need to bring number. So you need to bring uh, statistics. You need to bring, you know, uh, through this project, you can, you know, uh, increase your revenue. Uh, you can uh, re- have more retention of the, of the gas and stuff yep. like that. But at the end of the day, you need to have someone that fall in love with the idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we c- you can bring all the numbers you want, but if you don't have uh, that person in the in the management team that fall in love with this idea, things get much more difficult. You know. You know. I, you know. I, I don't think a lot of business people understand one thing, and this piggybacks on what you just said. A lot of times, when people are choosing who to do business with, they're Number one, what you just said, looking at the idea, do they, do they, you know, is it, is it in their wheelhouse at all? Like even a little bit, right? If somebody is funding a million dollars to the meat industry, you're probably going to have trouble closing that one, right? That's just a bit of a no brainer. But what people don't understand is, especially at higher level business, but all just around, people are making a decision of how you're going to do business with them, especially in your business, to be honest. So it's, it's not as much of the pro, – yeah, it's the product and services at the end and it's the numbers at the end. But they want to know. People in general want to know how are these people going to do business. And I teach my people actually – they sell that on the front end. Like they sell that. Like if you've seen our system, our sales system, you'd be like, holy. Like they literally take the person, step one, two, three, five. This is how we'll do business with you. and and we just gain competitive advantage from doing that stuff because majority of people just don't do that. Only good CEOs know how to do that stuff, right. That are, that are skilled. And and so, you know, I I think that, you know, and everything we're talking about right now that you just said that we're, is, is that's attention to detail. And that's, that's why it's, that's why small business owners get stuck because don't get me wrong. It's hard. Like even me, I have to wear four hats, five hats some days, right? I'm doing social and marketing and leading this. You know, there's just, yeah, I have people around me and teams, but there's just, there's just hats that I'm wearing. So, but the business owners got to understand if you don't take off those hats and put your CEO hat on, 
and build the company properly, it ain't going to grow. It just is not going to happen. It's impossible. Yeah. Right. So I think yeah, that's an important thing, you know, you, you, you brought up for, for everybody to understand. Right. So. Uh, no, no, I totally, I totally agree. So uh, you need to, you know, um, understand very well what, what, what you are offering, what, uh, what are your goals, what, what do you want to reach, and uh, and then try to uh, to build a team around you that of people that is knowledgeable but at the same time that is in love what of what you are doing as because you know they need to represent your brand properly exactly and also too i'm going to piggyback on that to just give some help to people listening there's also different stages at the business so as you're building a team sometimes you're looking for different people at different stages so yeah that person might be completely compassionate but you're at the stage where you need somebody to drive drive revenue. You need numbers, so that might be a that might be a different person at that stage of the business. So a lot of people can't work in startups or or moving faster. They need to work in a corporate environment. So you know, once a business is more mature, so I think a lot of people you you know always got to look at that that type of person because sometimes you just bring somebody in and you think oh like this person has a great personality. <laughs> which is great but you know if you're trying to you know if you're trying to hit your numbers right it you're not going to have a business left you know at the end right so no no absolutely this is totally true um but i i always like to make uh this kind of thought which is um uh, when i actually posted about it uh a few days ago i was like would you hire someone which is very skilled, but that uh, didn't, you didn't like, like the attitude, you don't like the attitude or right. you don't like the, I wouldn't say energy because this is not probably the correct word to use, but like that you don't feel uh, yeah. properly. And people replied, uh, absolutely no. And someone said, absolutely yes. So there was a lot of confusion on the subject. And uh, so in, in my opinion, I think that both the values are important. So, of course, one person needs to have a skill, otherwise what we are talking about. But at the same time, um, I need to feel that the person is part of, of the all because yeah. Yeah. otherwise I wouldn't like someone that I don't, I don't feel... Um, part of it all represent my company or be part of my project, you know? Yeah. And, that, and that's, and what you're talking about, that's where it gets, that's probably the hardest part in business because you're trying yes. to do at, at certain levels. Cause you're trying to do, I, you know, a yin and a yang when I was small, like when I first had, when I had the gym business, for example, you know, at first we were like, just, we just needed, certain people to run the business and they had to sell like they had to make sure they were good at sales right if they didn't sell we were in trouble then as it grew so much we were like okay th like, this person here uh is better at you know this and they're okay for that position they can't sell but that's okay but it was trying to get you know and even with with the with my business now before it was trying to get that that match of yeah this person compassionate to people but can still drive numbers 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's not always an easy thing to find. <laughs> it's not an always an easy thing, uh, you know, to find. We don't we don't want someone that is greeting at smiling but can't you know <laughs> yeah. make his tasks properly. <laughs> that's yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we need we need to get things done. Hundred hundred percent, right? And there's sometimes things in a business where a lot of small business owners got to look at what's more important you know, to get things, to get things done, right? If a business is not making money, your only most important thing is sales. There's no other more more important thing in that business. But if you're getting some sales, then it's like, okay, customer experience, we need to tighten it up. You know, we need to set up our processes and systems to hire our first two people eventually. You know, we need to, you know, you're starting to move into that stuff. So I think it's a good thing we're talking about right now and businesses are going to get value from this because they can step back and consciously look at it. Because I think sometimes, you know, business owners are so good at just pushing forward, but not stepping back and strategically thinking Yeah, and, and making moves, you know. No, no, also because you, on a daily basis, you get distracted by so many things. Uh, you have people that want, want to involve you in things that are, absolutely not you know (laughs) not in your interest and so uh, you know especially at the beginning it's very difficult you know to say to learn to say no yeah basically the more no you say the more successful you you become I've learned so far lately it's it's true you know and there's you know, I've learned learned that too, and I've gotten good good at that. And that's probably, you know, the key of why I am successful because there's just, I mean, I get so many people wanting to do stuff with me. And it's just, you know, it's just my time. And and so I'm like, okay, you know, this just doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. it's just it's always got to, for me, it's really, it's really got to bail to map back to our business objective and, and mostly top level brand for me. So like if I'm going to, you know, be doing something, I'm always looking at, okay, will this drive brand for me? If it'll drive brand I'm interested. If I don't think it can drive brand for me, I'm not interested at all. No, absolutely. Not at all. Not at all. Right. Yeah. So that's great. You brought we, that. We, we, with grace and kindness, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Totally good. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Amazing. So where can everybody find you at? Websites, social medias, all that type of stuff. Yeah, so my website is www.veganset.com and then I have an Instagram page, VeganSet. So they can follow me there and see all my content. Um, I always share nice locations and restaurants and places and dishes as well. So it's an interesting page to follow. Yeah, that's good. And people like that type of stuff. So it's an easier business to push actually too because... People like to look at different hotels and different places and different yeah. things. It's it's a it's a it's an attractive it's an attractive business, and you, there's an advantage to 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 that because you'll be able to get good content out of that. Yeah, don't have TikTok, don't have an, the energy for that. So I do uh, Instagram and LinkedIn a lot. I use a lot of LinkedIn. Yes, also. awesome. Cool. So say it one more time, your website, just to let everybody know one more time. Thank you. It's www.veganset.com. Awesome. So everybody go check her out. And thank you so much for this great interview. It was very enjoyable. We have to go into quite a few different topics, which is great.
Thank you so much for having me, Shane. It was really a great, nice hour spent with you. Awesome. Well, thank you for your politeness. <laughs> awesome. Take care, everybody. Talk soon. Ciao, ciao.